to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. And welcome everyone to week two of things Jeff is intolerant towards month. <laughs> Am I right? Did I guess it? Did I guess it right? Uh, I wouldn't tell you if you had, <laughs> but no. Uh, well, it was. Um, and man, we really do need to just jump straight into this. We'll, we'll, we'll talk all about it. Yeah. I just want to get the intro done because I realized a few episodes back, I did not do it. I got completely sidetracked from like reading the actual description of the movie to get it going. Mm -hmm. I got completely sidetracked. So we're just going to jump into that right now and then <laughs> jump into this fucking movie. <clears throat> All right, let's do it. For week two of the mystery theme month that I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. The, uh, the movie that we watched for week two is the 2006 American comedy drama, The Devil Wears Prada. Mm -hmm. Another classic <laughs> movie title that I'd never seen, much like Bend It Like Beckham. Something that I knew of, yeah, didn't know anything about. And again, the only thing I knew about it was an office joke. <laughs> because there's there's a cold open, I think, where Michael keeps coming in and throwing his coat onto Pam's desk every mm -hmm. time he comes in and like giving her snarky remarks. Yeah. And she's like, I think he's been watching The Devil Wears Prada every morning before he comes into work. <laughs> like little bits of it. And then by the end of it, once he he realizes what is going on and that uh, <laughs> that she's actually the villain, he comes in and he apologizes to Pam for, <laughs> for everything that he did. So obviously I knew that this movie was about Meryl Streep being uh, like a horrible boss mm -hmm. at, uh, at some sort of fashion thing because of Prada. <laughs> I don't know very much about this subculture slash world slash whatever. So I only know the tiniest bit more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I think I may have had a notion that Anne Hathaway was in it before mm -hmm. I like clicked on it to watch it. But as soon I, as I saw I it, I was like, ah, yeah, okay. It's starting to come. Like maybe I remember trailers or something. Yeah. Very briefly, but I don't. I didn't remember the movie at all. <laughs> I knew for a fact that Emily Blunt was in it as well. Mm. especially because she reprised the role for the Muppet. Muppets. Yeah, the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, I realized when, once once she rolled into it, I was like, oh, right, yep, she's, uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. She's playing that same <laughs> uh, receptionist slash assistant character. Mm -hmm. And on IMDb, the way they describe the movie, which is pretty plain to do because the plot of it is not at all complicated. There's no... <laughs> There's no subterfuge, there's no plans, there's no craziness. Uh, it is very, very by the books, but a smart but sensible new graduate lands a job as an assistant to Miranda Priestley, the demanding editor-in-chief of a high-fashion magazine. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is exactly what happens in this movie. <laughs> uh, my objection in that little blurb comes from the word demanding, <laughs> you know, the... calling her demanding yeah, <laughs> is like the understatement of the century, <laughs> you know? And it's like, I've, I read a whole bunch of stuff and maybe we'll get into it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll like read you some things. Cause there's a big, huge section on Wikipedia mm -hmm. about this movie. Like it's got a lot of like behind the scenes and that kind of stuff talking about <laughs> it and why certain things were done and blah, blah, blah that we may get into a little bit or at least grab some quotes from because <laughs> I, I went through and read it after watching the movie and I was like, ooh, yeah, me and this movie, we do not vibe. 
<laughs> we are on different wavelengths entirely. Uh, I I have to ask, have you seen this before, before we watched it for this week? I have not. Okay. But no. you, you knew a little bit about a I, similar boat where you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of, it's... I mean, I last week, Bend It Like Beckham, mm. I had seen. I knew it was going to fit the theme. Gotcha. This week and next week are both like, I haven't seen, like, based on what I know, it should. <laughs> so these are two, like, shot in the dark ones. Okay. Uh, did did it fit? Did you feel like uh, it, yes. it's... Okay. Okay. Yes. Good, good, good. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm confident that next week will fit as well. <laughs> and I'm happy to report that you will enjoy next week's movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Be- I mean, to say not enjoy, it's like, uh, you know... Everything about it is... <laughs> you'll, you'll agree with next week's movie more. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Because, yeah, like, uh, I felt like Meryl Streep, because, you know, Meryl Streep, of course, mm-hmm. is the one to play this character. Of course. I did read that they had offered it to Glenn Close, and Makes she sense. was like, I'm tired of playing villains. Stop doing that. <laughs> Fair. So, Fair. so you know, you go to Meryl Streep, which is kind of like anti-casting or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the anti-typecasting yeah. uh, kind of thing, which, and obviously she's great. Of course. So you're not going to get anything uh, bad out of her. Right. You know, uh, I just felt underwhelmed overall mm-hmm. with her performance, uh, you know, and not in a way of like, you really didn't bring it, but more like the way everyone talked it up. You know what I mean? Mm, Like the way that there was this thing of like, oh man, she is like the most vicious, like crazy villain character for like a sort of comedy movie. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh man. (laughs) And watching it, it was like, oh no, this is just a really cruel, sad, awful person. Yeah. It's way different. Like I was, I was hoping that this was going to lead towards some sort of like, you know, Kind of like if it was like a a schoolyard movie, <clears throat> and the like the kids would get the revenge on the mean principal or something, you know mm. that kind of vibe. That's sort of what I was hoping would happen here. That you know that it was gonna that 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 uh, Andy and Hathaway's character was mm-hmm. gonna like turn the tide of everybody away from this like horrible, unreasonable woman. Yeah, there are, there are so many notes that I have where it's just like. <laughs> This isn't just being mean or not being nice yeah. or something. Because that was something that I read uh, about someone who worked in the fashion industry, who worked with the the person or people that inspired Miranda Priestly. And they were like, the people in this world, like they read the script and they were like, everyone's too nice in your script. Nobody is this nice <laughs> in this industry. But the specific quote was like, they don't have the time to be nice and they don't need to be nice. And I was like, that's a shitty excuse. Yeah. That's a shitty mindset for this, like an apparently entire like uh, culture or yeah. business to be built upon is the idea that like, you can't possibly be kind. You just, you just can't. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I just, I fundamentally disagree <laughs> with that entire thing. Yeah. It's, it was just, it was just too, too much. It was too much, and it made me not like Andy. The way I kind of thought of it was like, this movie hits different (laughs) in 2022. Miranda Priestly should be canceled. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's bad. It's yeah. really horrible the things that she does. Like way beyond just like she's a jerk boss. Yeah, or you like know? very needy and like precise. Yeah, like I could understand if if uh if there was some sort of like method to the madness kind of thing where like you know there's mm-hmm. a reason why she doesn't do that or does this or whatever whatever that leads her to the greatness she does yeah and the only thing you could really argue is that like being a horrible monster and making every like and and getting everything immediately all the time even if you can't kind of shit yeah you know is like that's what makes her successful mm-hmm. you know you could argue it that way and it's like wow what a horrible life what a horrible industry what a what a monstrous way to conduct yourself Seriously. as a person like yeah. it's there's that moment oh my god this was re- sorry I'm, I'm like i'm we're not even talking about the plot so far it's just like the the main like the 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 thing on the inside of this movie that i felt was so rotten and that i just could not get past whereas like i'm not having fun watching this because these people seem reprehensible to me or or or, or this this world seems kind of reprehensible to me it was the moment with stanley tucci when there's several moments with Stanley Tucci, and he's wonderful in this movie. I wrote at he's, one point, I'm like, he is such a snark bitch in this movie. I love it. Yeah. He I, is like his, <laughs> I mean, and some people might be like, oh, so he can be a jerk, but uh, a lady can't be a jerk. And, you know, it, her being a jerk is too much of a jerk thing. But she, no, she's unreasonable and a tyrant. Yeah, he yeah. is a jerk, and you're like, fuck you. But at the same time, he's just, he, yeah, he's, he's just adorable, Stanley Tucci. Exactly. And there's can't, a not love him yeah and he's played as a like fun character you know what i mean he's not shown as like the asshole yeah even though he is kind of an asshole he's he's (laughs) the friend that he's your asshole friend essentially kind of yeah i mean there were a lot of things i didn't quite understand about him uh particularly why he gave a fuck about her about andy you know like he takes her under his wing Mm -hmm. to like dress her up real nice and then there's that huge montage where this girl who needs money from her dad to pay rent yeah. changes into 30 different fucking high fashion outfits. Yeah. And I'm like, is Stanley Tucci just giving these to her? They're, How is she getting them? They're all from... They're all just donated? Like when they get shit from people and they're like, you have it. It's free shit from whatever. It's all. She it's, just takes all the cast off stuff? Essentially, yeah. Like everything that people don't want and just ends up in the closets, she can go and pick clothes from there i mean i guess that seems like it would be a thing miranda would notice and be like why are you wearing our garbage garbage girl like (laughs) it seems weird to me that she doesn't like you know it was it seemed like she was wearing all the new awesome fashions yeah and it was like how is she getting them (laughs) she doesn't have the money and why would stanley tucci get her the newest shit i don't know it seemed weird to me but that's not even really part of the point the scene with tucci that i'm talking about is when andy is complaining about how like oh my god my personal life is hanging by a string right now Mm -hmm. because of how demanding and high stress and ridiculous this fucking position she has is yeah um and he goes something along the lines of like uh that's how you know you're successful in life or like that's how you know you're good in your your career or something i I wrote it down okay yes let me know when your whole life goes up in smoke means you're up for a promotion. 
Yeah. Well, there was another one just before, like that was the next line. The line he had right after it is just like, oh, my life is whatever. And he's like, that's how you know you've succeeded or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I I, I do not abide. I cannot abide. That yeah, seemed, that's so fucking ridiculous to me. I don't care how much you may love whatever you're doing. If it literally is just destroying you yeah. and all you have <laughs> is that job. And that's the way this industry goes. Like, obviously, there's also the point of like, well, then don't do it. Yeah. It's not for you, so don't do it. Like, yeah, I get it. I won't. <laughs> I also don't want to watch a movie about it because these people seem like <laughs> aliens to me. They seem, it's crazy to me that they put themselves in these positions. And Stanley Tucci's story at the end is so fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. I cannot imagine that he did not hang himself. Like, as soon as they got home or something. Yeah. Because they don't really follow up with him after he gets... Easily the biggest backstabbing in the world mm -hmm. from the person who also treats him like shit every other day of the war in, in his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's uh, there's no warmth in this workplace. There's no camaraderie. None of it feels like a team. It feels like a bunch of fucking hyenas around <laughs> like some, you know, queen lion at the top, <laughs> barely throwing them shreds. Yeah. And everyone's just like, yeah, this is how it goes. The only time there seemed like camaraderie was outside the workplace when uh, Stanley Tucci and Andy were like celebrating. He got the promotion or was getting oh, the promotion oh, oh, when right, he brought right. the champagne and that. Right, 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 right. But yeah, I was I was frustrated a lot during this movie. And again, <laughs> a lot of it came from Andy Anne Hathaway's character. Yes. Uh, who they hilariously try to make look frumpy at the beginning. I know. You I, know, I like... wrote somewhere in my notes, like, how many glow up <laughs> movies does she have? Yeah, right? Like, come at on, man. At least two. Yeah. It was it was really funny to me, them doing that and, you know, just like the like unflattering wardrobe choices, like mm -hmm. kind of frizzy looking hair. You know, like make yeah. her look kind of dorky. And it's like, and it's still Anne Hathaway movie. Yeah. I don't know what you're trying to do here. But like she goes into this this uh, job because, you know, she wants to be a journalist. She wants to write for like things that she thinks is real. Like uh, I think she mentions like Vanity Fair or the New, New Yorker, Yorker and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So like she takes this job here because, you know, it's a job. Yeah, it's, and it's a job at a magazine and she wants to, you know, you need to start somewhere. Yeah. And and there's this very specific like carrot that is dangled in front of her at the top of the movie. The whole like, oh, you you work for her. Or you work anywhere. Like You'll be able to work. You know, you could do anything you want after that. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that basically drives her being at this job. You know, is like, oh, if you're here and you stay here and you do it, then you can move on to do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. Just do this for a year. Yeah. And then you can go do whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, The like, obviously, I'm not trying to say, like, just do it another way. There's a it's so easy to yeah. do this. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like it. There was a moment where she's getting berated so much and she just leaves the room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it was like the first time when she's just like, you are the most disappointing one I think I've ever had of any of my assistants. Yeah. Like you fat girl or whatever the fuck. Like just, just, just full on 
cruelty for cruelty's sake Mm -hmm. you know and that is i think one of the big things that it like it's none of it is constructive none of it is (laughs) tough love it not at all there's not a shred of love involved it's simply just i want to be cruel to you because i can yeah great villain because you're the worst kind of person in the world uh but not enjoyable to watch when she doesn't really get her comeuppance and the moment that is like sort of comeuppance is played deadly serious and you're made to feel like a jerk me made to feel like a jerk for sitting there and being like good I'm glad I sat back like yeah getting divorced fuck you I don't give a shit yeah go fuck yourself lady like, you're the one who chooses to be this way. Yeah. You know, nothing is forcing your hand to be this way. You are the top <laughs> of the food chain. They mention it so many times that, like, she is the one who dictates what's going on, essentially. Yeah. You know, like, she, it's, there's no one she's answering to other than the people who, like, own the magazine, obviously. Yeah. But in that case, it's like, yeah, but she's not listening to them for how to run her office. No. Or how to run this fucking industry. (laughs) It's her choice to be so cruel. Yeah. And so it's like, so if that's the way that you want to live your life, then I don't care that you're getting divorced. Stop trying to make me feel bad, movie. Yeah. I don't care that she's not wearing makeup right now, so she looks vulnerable. Yeah. (laughs) She's a bitch. She deserves it. Moving on. She may be Meryl (laughs) Streep. Yeah, yeah. But she is a bitch. Yeah, she's horrible. (laughs) But, like, she calls her all those names... Andy runs out of the room. She runs past Emily, Emily Blunt's character, Mm -hmm. uh, which that got me. I was like, (laughs) wait, no. There was a very, very uh, confusing moment towards the top that I then misinterpreted something later uh, because (laughs) of the name Emily. And it just confused the hell out of me. I'll, I'll try to get to it. But she like runs past Emily Blunt. She's like, oh, where are you going? And she runs out of the room. And I was like, and she's leaving, right? Yeah. This is awesome. So she's going to like quit. But obviously this movie is about this. Mm-hmm. So like something really cool, hopefully, is going to happen <laughs> to like bring her back. Yeah. Or something really like sneaky and underhanded, you know, because she's going to try to get revenge or maybe sneaky and underhanded from Miranda mm-hmm. because she's like pissed off that she walked out <laughs> on her. So now she's going to like drag her back somehow. Like, how is how is this going to play out? And instead, she just goes down to Tucci and starts like whining to him. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I didn't agree with him when he's like, you're just whining because I'm like, no, Miranda's being completely unreasonable. Yeah. She asks for the impossible. When you fail to do it, she then insults you. Yeah. Like that is just, like that is a toxic environment no matter what. I don't care how your business is run. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your attitudes are. I don't care how how out of touch I am with that world. Fuck you. That's all it is. It's a toxic, <laughs> awful place to work. Agreed. Uh, and then Stanley Tucci says that she's whining. And I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> but the fact that she goes to Tucci... And I was like, why aren't you fucking leaving? Go find it. Like, literally, if you have to go work in the mailroom of another magazine, maybe they'll at least respect you. Yeah. Because she clearly doesn't. Yeah. Like, this is absurd. Why is she (laughs) staying? And I'm like, is it really that fucking carrot of like, but if you work here, eventually you might be able to. Like, that's not enough. Yeah. That is not enough for this character who seems so smart and like in her zone, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where she's like, I like writing, not fashion. Yeah. I'm not interested in this. It seems stupid to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in the, at those moments, I was writing in my notes. I was like, I fully agree with Andy. 
Oh yeah, which I, makes I wrote that me too. scared that she's going to change her mind. <laughs> that the movie is trying to portray this as the like before picture. Yeah, you know, like remember when she didn't respect it, and it's like, no, keep not respecting it. It's stupid. Yeah. It's really stupid. Wait, no, 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 movie. Oh God, I guess I should have seen this coming. But <laughs> this movie kind of respects that industry, and uh, I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we're kind of we're going we're two trains different tracks. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. <laughs> <laughs> because like all of the attempts to like you know like when, uh, later in the movie when it's like oh 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 Andy finds out the secret that Miranda's gonna get replaced so she's gonna go and try and warn her and I was like fuck her who fucking cares yeah like other than you maybe being concerned that the new editor in chief might be like I'm getting my own assistant mm-hmm. <laughs> see you later like if that was your concern okay you yeah. know what I mean if she had heard that like oh yeah and they're fully cleaning house everyone is leaving yeah then it would be like oh shit maybe we should try to stop this but when it's like this horrible woman is getting fired it's like oh cool fixing itself isn't it (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like she had the solution right there to follow her hands yeah whatever um and it really should like honestly thinking about it now because like you know uh the whole thing her becoming the assistant and like rising through the ranks every step of the way it was obvious to me yeah. You know what I mean? Where it was like, oh, uh, let me, her boyfriend has a birthday. Let me guess. Work is going to get in the way. And then my next note was, look at that. Work is getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and at the end, when, or at the end of that sequence, when she comes home with the cupcake and he's just kind of like pissed off or whatever. And you're like, yeah, he's being a little bit of a baby yeah. of like not saying anything mm-hmm. or whatever. But at the same time, yeah. Yeah. You know, like you say, like if she wasn't, if she. It's the character specific. The fact that she does, the fact that the movie needs to change her mind mm-hmm. is what makes it all so infuriating. Like if she <laughs> was a fashion girl, if that was her like drive, yeah, then you would understand her being like, "I need to work this job, Nate. Like yeah. this is what this is exactly what I'm trying to do, and I'm doing it, mm-hmm. so I can't just quit." It's the fact that she's like, "This shit is stupid. She treats me like shit." I don't like anybody there and they don't like me. And then, and then it's like, Oh, also it's ruining your personal life too. And she's like, yeah, but I got to keep doing it. And it's like, what? what? Yeah. Ugh. The only, the only other thing that I can think of is the like fear that Miranda is going to, you know, destroy her career. Yeah. If like she black baller. Yeah, totally. And I would get that. She never talks about it. She never brings it up. Yeah. It's like, you just have to infer it. Like if she had voiced that opinion, if there was a moment where it seemed like she was like, I want to leave, but I'm afraid, you know, it it never felt like it felt like I want to leave because she's mean. But once I figure things out and like try to do little things to make her less mean at me, like, (laughs) you know, do do the impossible Mm. and and actually do stuff for her. And then she's like passably nice to me. Yeah. In the in the sense that she's not directly insulting me in that moment. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest fucking reward she gets from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's like, oh, that's good enough, though. Yeah. Like, I'll keep working here for that. Like, what? (laughs) Really? Even though you think this is stupid? And that's the best fucking, that's the high you get (laughs) is that she's just not currently insulting you. And you're like, I'll destroy my life for that. (laughs) It's, oh, it's weird. I didn't, I didn't Mm. like her choices in that sense. Um, And like, obviously, Miranda, horrible person, not very fun to watch for me. Andy (laughs) seems like a nice girl infuriating to watch because of the choices she makes yeah emily 
Emily Blunt as Emily. Yes. I wrote saving grace of this movie. She's I fantastic. would watch just her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like seriously, screw the other assistant character. Cause it's like, okay, even though she doesn't seem like much of a writer and they never show it, yeah. but like Emily clearly cares about this shit and wants to be here. Mm -hmm. And like, that's why she will accept the abuse is because she's like, cause this is what I want to do. Yeah. So it's like, that's such a more interesting character to watch. <laughs> the drive to do it, the like starving herself to go to Paris, the, you know, like all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff where it's like that woman wants this. Mm -hmm. Why are we not watching her? <laughs> that's such a bad, like, I don't know. It's, there's something about it that like, it felt more fun. Uh, anytime she yeah. was on screen, anytime she was there, even though she was also cruel and terrible. Uh, it felt just, uh, it, it was, it's obviously the positions of power thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like she has a tiny bit of power yeah. over the other assistant in the sense that like shit rolls downhill where it's yeah. like if something she doesn't <laughs> want to do, she can lump it off onto her. Uh, -huh. uh, but they're not boss and employee kind of thing. No. So it's definitely a different vibe. And it always felt like Tucci worked somewhere else completely. So their relationship. He was in the art department. Yeah. So like her and his relationship was just like. I'm kind of a jerk too, but I'm also not your boss. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's not that big of a thing. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> but like her uh, transition into fashion girl, mm -hmm. you know, where she now dresses all high fashion fancy. Andy. Yeah, high fashion Andy. Uh, <laughs> and I did, I did like that little moment when he walks past her and he yeah. doesn't recognize her and then comes back. <laughs> He's like, oh, my girlfriend doesn't see us or whatever it was. I thought that was a really good line, like yeah. little moment between the two. And I liked that he wasn't like, oh, geez. Mm -hmm. Oh, Andy, what have you done? You yeah. know, I uh, another something that I was reading on here that I couldn't believe people thought that Nate was a piece of shit. And I was like, what? On what <laughs> fucking planet is that dude a piece of shit? Like, yeah. he knows that she doesn't like it. And when she shows up all glammed out, because, like, this is what I need to do. Do you like it? And he's like, you look really hot. Yeah. Let's go bang. Like, yeah. that's cool. You know what I mean? He's like, you're you're happy, at least in this moment. Yeah. You seem happy. And you're all glammed out and whatever. So, okay, cool. Even though that wasn't how you were before, whatevs. Let's yeah. do this. And it wasn't until it was like, hey, can we ever see each other? Or are you literally always on call Every minute of the day, mm -hmm. anything we're doing can be interrupted. You know what I mean? Like, that's completely unfair to him. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like for it to be like just 24 seven, any ridiculous request. <laughs> and she has to just drop everything and go and do it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and it's just like, I don't understand how you could think that that dude's being an asshole at any point when that's the like life he has to live. Yeah. Is like, oh, yeah, OK, I guess I'll just what? Just hang out at the apartment all alone. Mm hmm. Or, you know, or go yeah. out and, and go out by myself or yeah. something like this sucks. And it's like, yeah, OK, you're working towards your dream and all that. Like, it seems like he's kind of working towards his dream and not destroying her life in the process. Yeah. You know, like he's a cook <laughs> and he likes cooking. Apparently, mm -hmm. he, they don't go into him too much. He yeah. doesn't get that much screen time. But he's a cook and he wants to be a cook. And he, at the end of the movie, he gets to be a sous chef in Boston and stuff. So, like, that's what he's doing. Yeah. And he's doing that in his life without <laughs> making her. You know what I mean? It's, if they did that, that might have been interesting. Yeah. You know, if there was some sort of thing. It was like, oh, well, what about all the nights that you're, you know, late at the restaurant for whatever or blah, blah, blah. Like that their mm -hmm. conflicting dreams mm -hmm. are 
bouncing off each other, but it seemed like it was like, no, yeah, life's cool until, whoa, how did he put it? He had a great line where he just said, your job sucks and your boss is a wacko. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, totally, 100%. And I was like, until that started happening, it seemed like your guys' relationship was really sweet and nice. Yeah. And then then that happens and she has a ridiculous boss and now it's going to hell and it's like, well, he's being a real jerk. Like, what changed in this scenario? (laughs) You know? Like, yeah, I, mm. I totally agree that he was being a little bit of a baby. Yes. But asshole, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so she like rises up the ranks a bit. You know, she gets better at her job and mm-hmm. she starts getting more responsibility. There's the whole thing with the book that I knew. Like as soon as they mentioned it, like the book. Yeah. Okay, Andy, this is the book. And I wrote down immediately as soon as the book was introduced, I was like, Andy will fail <laughs> doing the book thing yep like whatever the book thing is she's gonna fuck it up and like it will somehow become her responsibility and she will ruin it yes and i was not expecting the way that it became a responsibility i was expecting it to be like a like an accident last second emergency like andy you're gonna have to do it (laughs) and her being like oh god i don't know and then she'd screw it up but i wasn't expecting it to be like andy you're bringing it like oh i'm given the responsibility so, like, she does rise in the ranks, and there's times where she does her job well, mm-hmm. despite the barrage of abuse yeah. constantly. There's that whole ridiculous section that, like, I don't know what the movie wanted us to think was going to happen. Like, when when Miranda requests that Andy, the second assistant yeah, at this fucking <laughs> at, at, at a fashion magazine mm-hmm. like go and get me the unpublished manuscript of and i was looking into it at the time of when it was released of the final harry potter book <laughs> you know what i mean so not even yeah. like just one of the books in the series before it came out but at that time the unpublished manuscript would be uh-huh. the deathly hollows the final book like get that for me yeah the least reasonable request by 3 p.m. ever made. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like legitimately, like the, the, I was sitting there like, okay, so obviously she's going to get it. Some right. stupid shit is going to happen yeah. and she's going to be able to get it. So she gets it and she gives it to fucking uh, Miranda and also reveals that she had copies bound and printed for Miranda's twins and that they are already on the train with the books uh-huh. and that she's done everything she could like you know the whole thing is done yeah whatever Miranda could have asked of her including getting a stake in 15 minutes Miranda is obviously like oh yeah. you did it and, and so I'm like okay so was her expectation that she was like all right fuck this girl that I hate now mm-hmm. like that is that because I hate everybody because I'm the worst person in the history of the world <laughs> I'm just so cruel but like so this girl I hate fuck her give her an impossible task and when the time comes and she's failed I will fire her like I told her I was going to do mm-hmm. so this was all just a big humiliation prior to firing her yeah that was the whole point of this exercise absolutely and then Andy just happens to get it done, mm-hmm. which gets her nothing. Yeah, she gets to keep her awful job. Exactly. She gets to stay there and get berated more by this woman. And I'm just like, why are you putting yourself through this? Because you, you know, if the, the highest peak she gets to is pretend 
first assistant mm-hmm. in Paris. Yeah. Simply because Emily is sick. And yeah. so it's like, so you didn't even actually, you know, it wasn't even like Emily's been fired because I thought that was what happened at one point. Yeah, No, she was just hit by a car. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just like, oh, my God. OK, so she's she's now going to Paris, uh-huh. but she's not actually like the first assistant because Emily still exists. Right. You know, so like you're not even fully promoted. Oh, yeah. After she gave Miranda the whole speech about, you know, here's a copy of the manuscript just in case Mm -hmm. the girls have theirs on the train, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's when she goes to Tucci, isn't it? Is it, man? Because I don't I don't know why, man. I have I'm having a really hard time remembering the order of all the fucking horrible things that she makes her do. Because there's the there's the ridiculous moment when she fucking is is in like Florida and needs to fly back yeah, to New York and there's a hurricane. That's like the first thing. That's that when she she's gets like, yeah, that's for. when she's like, you are the most disappointing uh-huh. because I missed the twins recital because you couldn't get me a plane that would fly in a hurricane. Yeah, no, that's when she went to. And now I'm reading my notes. Yeah. That's when she went to Tucci was after she got reamed for not getting her a plane out of a hurricane. Yeah. I was like, Andy's being blamed for a fucking hurricane. Yeah. Like it, it was it was that it was all of those tiny little things that she would do that she would blame people for mm-hmm. that. I was just like, I just I it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody truthfully fucked something up. Then I could understand, like, if it's like, oh, man, she's got a real bad thing yeah. for when people fuck up and you better watch out because she'll she'll dress you down for it. Mm-hmm. But when it's like literal impossible thing to do. Yeah. And you still ream your people out for that. Yeah. It's just like, you're a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you're a full time <laughs> monster. It's oh, man, it's just ridiculous. Um, but dude, with, with the book, when she goes to bring the book. Yeah. To Miranda's house where it's like it's her job. So she has to go and bring the book there. And she's in there and she can't figure out where to put the stuff, you know, where it's like the dry cleaning goes in the closet at the bottom of the stairs. But there's two different doors and there's two different closets or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like and then the book goes on a table with flowers and it's like, oh, God, there's a table with flowers over there. There's one right here. There's one over there. Which one is it? And (laughs) she listens to the twins yell at her from the staircase Mm -hmm. like it's the door on the left and she's like oh thank you thank you so she goes and puts it in there and then she like asks about the book like you know like what about which where's the book and the kids clearly lying yeah oh so obviously um sometimes emily brings it up here actually and the other one's like she does oh yeah she does and andy's (laughs) like okay and just brings it up like a fucking doofus. Yeah. Like, I was like, you are so much smarter than this. Seriously. And then it gets her in trouble again because she dares to make eye contact with Miranda in that moment when she goes up there and happens upon her and her husband and whatever. And yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. She wants privacy and all that. But again, this is a person to whom the rules have never been explained. Yeah. Yeah. Miranda never explains herself. The fact that they later have a joke about that mm-hmm. is like... Why, why is everyone just letting this be the way it goes? You know, there were so many moments where I wanted someone to fucking say something to her. Yeah. To just throw some snark back in her face. And the fact that nobody ever does in this movie is bullshit. Andy barely says something back to her about like, you know what? 
Yes. I think that whatever, but it really should have happened in several earlier scenes yeah, where she says something like, ridiculous and you just go like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And she'd be like, what did you say? And it would be like, <laughs> you just gave me an order to go get from a place. You didn't tell me what I'm getting. How the fuck am I supposed to do my job? Yeah. What are you doing? How do you run a business this way? Like, it is absurd. Yeah. And there's that fucking joke later with Tucci <laughs> when she's like, uh, she walks in and she's like, Miranda wants something, something, something. And he's like, did she explain why? And she's like, oh, yeah. And afterwards, we sat down and had a tea party. And he's like, mm, okay, point taken. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We never get the correct information because our boss is a moron who doesn't know how to run her fucking business and wonders why people don't have things ready. Yeah. You know, when they're having that run through and she's like, where are the belts? Where are the belts? Why aren't the belts here? And then they go to get them and she's like, why does nobody ready? Oh my goodness gracious. And it's like, I bet you, you said, get me belts. And that was it. Yeah. And everyone was like, what the fuck does she want? Yeah. She said belts. She just said belts. What are we? I don't. Also, she kept moving the time of the run throughs and shit. So every single time, nobody could be prepared. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is, if you're lucky, it's only a half hour earlier. Yeah. Other things, it was like, an hour, two, three, whatever. I mean, there was that one point where I know that they were talking about, like, how Miranda likes to get places early and blah, 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 and this and that. <clears throat> but it was like, oh, yeah, and there was that one moment when she changed the time to something so that it was now, right now, where are you? Yeah. You know? And it was like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget. Somebody at some point, I wrote down in here, somebody said, she's just doing her job. I don't even remember who said that. It might have been Tucci. I, I actually think that may have been Andy when she was defending her, saying that oh. if she was a man, she would just, oh. she yeah. Oh, she I hated that so commended. much. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, absolutely not. No. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> I forgot about this line, too. When Tucci is celebrating with her, when he's like, oh, I'm going to go off and do a thing with a guy who's doing a thing. Like, they're mm-hmm. making a new company, and he needs a new president, and it's going to be me and all that. <clears throat> I wrote down, for the first time in 18 years, I'll be in control of my own life. What an unfathomably sad line of dialogue. Yeah. Like, what does that say about your life and what you've been doing these 18 years? Seriously. Like, yeah, okay, now you're going to go be the boss and be able to say, like, you know, or do whatever it is, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever. The idea that, like, I gave up my personal life for 18 years so that I would eventually get to a point where I could have a personal life. Yeah. You know, like, Ugh. wait, guys, hold on. <laughs> There's that- a step that you can skip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, man, it was so sad to me. Um, And when she's in Paris is when... Uh, is when uh, she really gets it going with that Christian Thompson guy. Mm -hmm. Because she runs into him a ton of times. He's obviously, like, preying on her. Yeah. Uh, Super, super weird. Like, there's that scene in the art gallery where the camera is, like, specifically prowling around her. Mm -hmm. Like, or he is, at least. Yeah. Just, like, encircling her as he talks to her. And I was like, this is so predatory. Yeah. This seems so weird. And the fact that... She is a fan. Yes. You know, makes it all the weirder. And all the weirder. And she just graduated college. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's not fresh out of high school, but it's only four years later. Like, yeah, like it's just like it's it's the fact that she is enamored with him because of who he is. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and you're hot. Yeah. 
so let's fucking do this you know and it just the whole movie is pressing it pressing it pressing it and i was honestly disappointed yeah that the movie went the way that it did where it was like and then he's also there in paris and he and her talk and then he won't stop kissing her despite her constantly saying no. Mm-hmm. He just kisses her until she literally says, I'm out of excuses. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get that, that what that means. It's like, I was just making excuses mm-hmm. and I really wanted to. Yeah. But it was the fact that it was like, you also told him no several times Three and he times. didn't listen. Three yeah. times. And she said that she had too much to drink. Yeah. Like, imagine if you weren't making excuses lady yeah you know what i mean like yeah okay to you this might be okay this is what i want yeah but to a woman that didn't and Mm -hmm. kept saying no you clearly have the sign that this is a guy who will not stop until Mm -hmm. he gets the answer he wants yeah he's a monster and then the fact that they wake up together the next morning i was like oh I'm disappointed, Andy. Mm-hmm. I am disappointed in you. And then when he when he acts kind of like a jerk, when he comes out of the bathroom and and she's like, "What is this?" Yeah, and finds the mock up of the new Runway magazine mm-hmm. after they're gonna fucking uh, kick Meryl Streep out. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna kick Miranda <laughs> out uh, and replace her with somebody younger. Uh, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this! How could you do this to her?" And I'm like, again. She's a monster. Seriously. You shouldn't care about that. <laughs> uh, but it was the fact that he was like, oh, come on, baby. And she's like, I'm not your baby. Mm-hmm. And like gets somewhere and walks out. And I was like, but he still got what he wanted. So, yeah, you know, fat lot of good that bit of sass did. <laughs> you know, I like mean, in the end, like that was a big L in Andy's column there. <laughs> like yeah. you, you didn't come out of that one looking too great. No. Um, <clears throat> and one of the big things, and this is going back a bit. But, like, I'm not going to fucking read this whole thing. (laughs) Look at how long the section on Wikipedia is for the Cerulean sweater speech. Oh, my. Oh, the Cerulean sweater speech. I fucking hated it. Because, like, I get the moment Uh, when you're talking about movies and you're talking about what you're trying to do. Like, in that moment. When Miranda sees those belts, or not Miranda, when Andy sees those belts, and they are fucking identical. And she laughs to herself, because this is absurd, and these people are clowns. Uh, (laughs) I'm not holding back anymore. (laughs) This is a clown show, they're all clowns. She's laughing at the clowns because they're stupid. And then Miranda decides to be like, oh, what, you're laughing? Because blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I mean, it's just, I don't understand it. They look really similar to me. I guess there's a lot more I have to learn. And I was like, oh, wow, she covered her ass really well. Yeah. Because my response would have been what I just said. Like, oh, no, this is just hilarious because this means nothing and you people are idiots. <laughs> um, but, you know, but she covers it with the like, oh, I guess I still have more to learn. And yeah. Miranda still goes in on her about mm-hmm. it and gives this gigantic moronic speech about Cerulean. Yeah. Just because you're wearing a Cerulean sweater and you don't know the history of Cerulean, (laughs) that makes you stupid and I'm better than you. Trying to make this, her decision to just wear a sweater she likes, Mm -hmm. you know, into some sort of attack on her because she's ignorant about fashion. And I'm just like, (laughs) fuck all of these people and this whole stupid speech. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that scene sucked. And then I come on here and I'm like, holy 
fuck there's a whole there's a whole four paragraphs written about this fucking speech i'm like (laughs) really this is it was i oh i didn't get it i didn't get it man i felt a little bit like uh like uh field of dreams where it was just like what (laughs) what is everyone seeing i Ooh, i'm not there (laughs) i'm on a whole different planet i guess man but the thing that like it was so villainous and it was like i was confused about it at first i will say i was like just too dumb to catch exactly what i was like wait a minute in that vein i felt like it should have had the saw music underneath it like the twist ending (laughs) music going so because of the like oh my god because when she gets up to give her speech at the end, mm-hmm. where Paris. it's like, yeah, in Paris, where it's like, here is where they're going to say that she's fired. Like, they're going to introduce the new person or whatever it is. Or, you know, no, wh- that she was getting she was supposed to get fired after that party. This party was for that second company that was. Being oh, right, launched. right, 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 right. And by, so by it the, was. Yeah. yeah. So she's giving the speech. And in the midst of it, she starts talking about. Like, oh, the the person who is going to be taking over, you know, describing Stanley Tucci's mm-hmm. position at this new company. And obviously there's all the shots of him like getting all like happy and proud, like so heartbreaking. Yeah. Getting like ready to be like introduced as something important in your new wonderful position, this new life that you've made for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then she throws him under the bus. And she says that the woman who was going to replace her is taking that position. Yep. That's all it takes. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, like I get it that it's a public thing and that her saying that and then people having to go back and being like, actually. Yeah. You know, it, it is a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the fact that it's just like, and everyone's just like, well, that's the way it is now. Miranda had met with the oh oh my that god that's right beforehand that was the moment that I felt needed the saw music yeah <laughs> because they do like those flashbacks to moments we didn't see yeah you know and I was like what the like because like yeah she introduces that that other woman is becoming the the leader of that company and that Stanley Tucci is not right and she has basically just stolen this from him yes. to save her own neck yep uh and then. Andy asks Tucci, like, how are you okay with this? Like, what is, like, how do you really believe that she's going to pay you back? And he's like, I just, I have to. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, he killed himself. He absolutely killed himself. I don't think we ever see him again after that moment. He does not make it home from Paris. He does not. Uh, Because, like, (laughs) legitimately, man. Maybe he just stayed stayed in Paris and he just started a new life there. (laughs) God. I mean, I would. You know, at that point point where it was like, I don't have a personal life because I've been working for this person all this time. Uh And I finally got out and they fucking dragged me back in. Uh Uh, Yeah, I would just be like, this is over. Peace. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that noise. And then when Andy and Miranda are in the car and she like finally sort of confronts her about it, mm-hmm. like, I can't believe you did that to Nigel. I would never do anything like that. Yeah. You know, and instead of it being the dressing down of Miranda that it should have been, like, truthfully, it should have been Andy, like, I never would have done that. You know, and another thing, 
And then yeah. and another thing. And she should have just, it should have been like this uncontrollable waterfall yeah. of just like, and another fucking thing. And this, that, that. But instead, Miranda turns it around on her of like, oh, but you already did that. Yeah. Don't you remember? With Emily, she was supposed to come to Paris, but you took that position. But that's because you said you were going to fire me. Yeah. And it's like, well, how is that different than them saying that? And it's like, because you weren't going to take her at all. Yeah. Like, there's this is different. Yeah. She was, Like, she was sick. It wasn't like if she was, like, that was the weirdest thing about that, mm-hmm. you know, is that they had the excuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of her being like, oh, she's sick. So then, okay, so I'm going to take Andy instead and then trying to turn it around on her like, oh, you took her position. Like, no, 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 no. She got sick and then I took over. Remember? Yeah. She couldn't come. If it was like, oh, no, Emily's perfectly fine. But Miranda at the last second just decides like, oh, uh, Andy, how about you do that? So then it seems like a chess move Mm -hmm. in this moment at the end where she's like, oh, but that already did happen because I offered it to you and you took it. Yeah. Over Emily. And, you know, like, oh, go, goodness gracious. (laughs) But, yeah, the whole thing about her being sick was like, wait, no, again, Miranda, you're being unreasonable. Yeah. None of the, like, if she was sick, (laughs) she couldn't come. I don't, you're so ridiculous, woman. (laughs) She was sick and she was rushing and then she got hit by a car. (laughs) Yeah, like, it was all sorts of bad. There's no way she could have made it. Yeah. You're you're conflating two completely different scenarios, lady. (laughs) But the fact that Andy's just like, that's totally different. And she's like, is it, though? Uh, Now for time for my monologue. And Andy should have been like, no. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You don't get to turn this around. Like, oh. it, It was the fact that she never had that, like, real backbone moment. Yeah, you know the, what I mean. Once she leaves, once she leaves the car and yeah. throws the phone into the into the fountain, and it's like, okay, cool. There's two minutes left of this movie. Yeah, that's when you show your backbone. Yeah, and just before <laughs> that, when it, when they're in the back of the car, and Miranda said something along the lines of like, "I see a bit of myself in you," mm-hmm. and Andy's like, "I don't think I like that." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, yeah, that's a little like, bit of something there. Yeah, but way too little, way too late. Mm-hmm. And and then <clears throat> the like just oh man the line that just fucking killed me when when Miranda finally ends it with like oh of course you want to be a part of this everyone wants to be like us yeah I was just like what kind of horrible monster person are you mm-hmm. you know what I mean like oh man I certainly hope that your husband got custody because you're horrible yeah I can't imagine how you're gonna destroy those girls seriously like you are a fucking monster (laughs) holy shit um and what's really like what's really a shame about the whole thing like it's there's just so much of it that leaves such a bad taste in the mouth that i was like i i don't think i could ever really sit and watch it again and have like fun doing it (laughs) which is a bit of a shame because there's so many little things throughout it especially anne hathaway yeah like the little things that she does and brings to the role and stuff is just Mm -hmm. so wonderful like in that moment with the fucking cupcake i was like she looks so pathetically sad in this scene mm-hmm. how could you possibly stay mad at her it's ridiculous <laughs> seriously it was like oh my god she and- was also magic having that candle stay lit the entire <laughs> time she walked from the door to yeah, yeah, him yeah. um <clears throat> and I, there was also something that I, I loved like when they're at that party and uh and her and uh, emily have to have the whole guest list memorized so that they can mm-hmm. give her the information about who it is so that she can 
greet them properly when they show up or whatever. Yeah. There's that moment where Emily like blanks. Like, yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, I know. Oh my God. And she knows you can't figure out the person's name. They're getting closer. They're getting closer. And then Anne Hathaway just like leans in and says the name like that's Ambassador blah 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 and his wife blah blah blah. And then she leans back and she's like, whoa. <laughs> she has yeah. this look on her face of like how did i remember that yeah like that was a wonderful little bit there like her just like physical like yeah kind of reaction to it i thought was really wonderful like she's she's great yeah you know what i mean even if i'm sitting here like andy you fucking idiot <laughs> um but like yeah it was like it was she's just so fucking wonderful in she it. really is and again like we said emily blunt so great uh here's my note i wrote emily blunt saves this infuriating movie <laughs> that was the that was the specific one there <clears throat> um <clears throat> and there was uh, the thing that confused me the most about emily that i mentioned a, a bit earlier but like it being emily blunt and her character name being emily mm-hmm. and so like i did not catch her name at first <laughs> when they first like introduced it was just like it was going and i was probably writing notes and it was just yeah. like okay and there's emily blunt's character here we go we'll get the names as we go um and then in like the first scene when andy's working there and miranda is yelling from her office for emily and uh -huh. then emily blunt's character looks over to andy and it's like that's you you know like as you know and i was like oh okay so like she doesn't she doesn't remember andy's name so she just grabbed a name yeah i didn't know that it was like she's calling for emily because emily is her second assistant and she wants the second assistant but like it since it had just changed yeah you know the emily just got promoted to first assistant and there's a new second assistant but miranda's still calling for emily yeah but <laughs> emily understands that she means the second assistant, so she's sending Andy in there. Mm -hmm. Like, that I didn't realize until way <laughs> later. Because there was a moment that I thought was so funny. I was like, this is the, like, subtlest joke in this movie? And it's, like, it's blowing my mind that, like, they, they thought to write this in here. Because it's hysterical. It's, like, way funnier than I felt like a lot of the rest of the movie was. And then I realized, I was like, oh, no, that wasn't even a joke that just made regular sense and i misread it because again it wasn't until quite a while into the movie that i realized that emily blunt's character's name was emily yeah so when andy goes to that dude's show to pick the shit up or whatever and that's when she meets the writer the first time mm -hmm. she goes up to the dude like john or whatever the fuck that guy's name was i forget yeah um <clears throat> she goes up to him and she's like hey i'm from uh, miranda Priestley's office and i'm here to pick up the blah blah blahs or whatever and he goes, oh, you must be the new Emily. Mm -hmm. So in the world of the movie, uh-huh, makes sense. Yeah. That, sh that Emily used to be the one who did this shit. Now she is, she's the new Emily. I thought <laughs> that Miranda, like, called ahead of time or whatever, had it called ahead of time. And she was like, you know, the girl is coming to pick it up, Emily. You yeah. know, just thinking that that's her name. So then when Andy shows up and introduces herself as Andy, that this guy thinks Miranda has already fired this yeah. Emily character <laughs> and hired Andy and is like, oh, so you're the new Emily. Yeah. Like as though she's already the replacement for that replacement. Yeah. I was like, that's the funniest fucking joke <laughs> in the world that like because of the th that he's just like, yep, you're the new one already. Yeah. I was like, that's so funny. And then it was like, oh, that's oh that's emily <laughs> okay there is an em all right 
very confused. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other thing though that confused me was the setting of the movie <clears throat> because I was not paying all that close attention at the very very top because I was probably like <laughs> writing down like Devil Wears Prada into my notes while the like start of the movie happened. Mm -hmm. So I just knew that it was like a big city or whatever. So when Andy says that her dad is coming to visit, like he's flying in from Ohio. And I was like, oh, cool. And she was like, yeah, we're going to do this and do this and uh, maybe see Chicago. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is in Chicago? I thought she meant like see the city. Uh I thought she was like, hey, I'm going to go see Chicago. And then it was, and then when she's walking towards the fucking <laughs> the, the theater playing Broadway. the show Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, we're going to see Chicago. Okay. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Totally, totally different. Totally fucking that one. That one got me. <laughs> I thought that was very funny, though. Like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they're in Chicago. I guess that makes sense. There's probably a fashion magazine in Chicago. It didn't even register to me. I was like, I was like, but I thought, huh, weird. Something's not adding up. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think. I think that may wrap it up uh, for this week here on Popcorn for Dinner. Uh, just more to chew on to figure out this secret theme. Uh, uh -huh. Obviously, as the movies come, things will fall further into place. And uh, I'm sort of trying to wait as long as possible before watching the movie to hear what the movie is. Yeah. You know, so that I'm not like dwelling on it the whole yeah. time. I have a feeling that... After the third movie, you'll have a good idea of what it is. And then the fourth movie is going to come and just seal the deal. And you'll be 100% <laughs> sure. Like, I, I'm confident that you're going to figure this out by the end. Okay, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that is going to wrap it up here. This is uh, Jeff. And Kelly. You must be in desperate need of hard liquor. Hard liquor.